0: and you okay. can chime in if okay. and when you want to okay there's and no four. obligation no pressure okay
1: are you gonna call me out on the pod for not having listened to all of the podcast episodes? Well, No, we've already done on. that <coughs> <laughs> you wouldn't know could you have to listen <laughs> wait which episode is this that you what'd you say
0: I think we're just talking about remember. like I don't have the memorized. I don't. I haven't listened back to no. them. No. Although one day I'm going to. Yeah, it'll be fun. That's part of what I think is fun about doing the pop, is like it's just a nice little friendship time capsule. Yeah, and like, this time in our lives too. Okay. Wait, but what did you just say? My partner just doesn't lose any of these. Well, I think it's probably when we were trying to figure out who our mystery 11th person was. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because we were were going through all the people. We figured out it's probably Kinley's girlfriend. (laughs) Emily, hi. If Emily, I don't know if she ever hears us, but like. Are you already recording? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, I gave it away. I I don't like that. I didn't like the secret recording.
2: I'm sorry. Well, this is Voracious. Welcome Welcome to the podcast.
0: Special holiday mini-sode.
2: I feel like this is like punked mixed with podcasting. I love
0: it. That's our new niche
2: for 2022. Um, our guests will always be surprised. Yeah, so I'm Taylor, joining from Tucson, Arizona. I'm Marley, also joining from Tucson, Arizona. And our special third voice that you're hearing for the first time...
1: Jess, also tuning in from Tucson, Arizona.
2: Welcome, Jess. We're very happy to have you. I'm happy to be here. Yeah, we're glad no- here. Knowledge of it or
1: not.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're all camped out in uh, Taylor's bed. It's
2: like a slumber party. But with a lot of books. And a cat. Yeah. There's a, an old grouchy cat here. No, she's not that grouchy, but she is old. Oh, she's so, just looked <laughs> <like> different.
0: <laughs> so keep an eye on her Instagram. Uh, we'll have a new pod pet for y'all. Yes. We've got some good some good photos of her earlier today. Miss Callista the Queen.
2: The Queen, the OG cat. This is the cat that got me into yeah, cat. Yeah, actually, that's true. And my parents
0: the so cat she, you lied to get.
2: Yeah, we Do you want to
0: tell Callista's origin story? I can tell
2: Callista's origin yeah, story. So this was junior year of college. I had just moved out off campus and I was living alone and I was like, Shit, I'm lonely. Like I want a cat. But I was only You were twenty. I would have been twenty. You yeah. Were 20. And I was like, I just assumed you had to be eighteen. So I went to like Petsmart and I found this cat that I loved. And they were like, no, sorry, you have to be 21. And I was like, well, shit. And, like, they really wanted me to adopt her. Because she had been, like, at the shelter for, like, most of her life. Like, over a year or two. And, like, they could tell that, like, she liked me. Because, like, when I walked in, like, she came down off the, like, top, like, cabinet and said hi. Yeah, and then when I left, they said she went back up on the cabinet. So, like, they wanted her gone. And they were, like, glad that, like, someone was interested in her. So they were like, well, do you have a roommate who's 21 who could adopt her, and I was like, yeah, yeah, I could talk to my roommate, not having a roommate. roommate. There was no roommate. (laughs) The roommate was fake. So the only person, like, who I was close to that was, like, over 21, because you must not have been...
0: I was.
2: You didn't think I would do it.
0: Oh, really? at the time, at the time, I don't know, you never said that to me, but I always assumed that you just assumed I wouldn't do it because it was, like, against the rules. Which at the time, I probably, probably wouldn't have. Probably wouldn't have, yeah. Now I would. That's <laughs> at Yeah. At the time, I probably
2: wouldn't have. Because you didn't
0: ask me, you just, like, told me about all this after the fact.
2: Yeah, see, that was, like, me, like... I told you I've been, like, settling down, and, like, now I'm, like, the, like, stable one. Like, that was me Mm -hmm. in college just, like, doing shit and then telling Marley after. Yeah. Um, but, so I got my friend, Ariana, and... Yeah, she was a year above us. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was, like, hey, called her up, I have this favor to ask, and she was, like, okay, I'll do that, and, like, God bless her, she... Like, I had to do a whole phone interview, like, talking about, like, <laughs> what our income was and, oh my like, God. what, like, the plan for taking care of this cat would be, and, like, she did it like wow. a champ, and Calista got adopted. Well,
0: yeah,
1: there's a, a grinchy little cat to feed go to on holiday break.
0: Yeah! Yeah, for those oh of God. you who are on TikTok, uh, Pot Roast the cat is... Famous and excellent, and all three of us like to watch pot roast videos, and that's where y'all found the, the Go-Gurts. Go-Gurts, right? hmm They're not actually go but they look like, for those of you who are confused, they-, they <laughs> <laughs> It's like little cat treats, like little, like, pate moose stuff in this tube, so it, like, functions like a Go-Gurt, but it is, like, cat safe. Yeah. For context. But- no, I'm
1: not saying it's a statistically um, sound study I've got, but every cat that I have fed- a tuna gogurt two has been in love. Sample population of two, but but you're like but back one hundred percent yeah. so far. Yeah,
0: exactly. One hundred so Two back to back.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's second package of them too. Those oh my are god, special order.
2: Yeah, yeah. We already <laughs> went through four that we. Oh my god, Yeah, yeah. We love it. Yeah, yeah.
0: Okay, so Jess is on the podcast for the first time, but those of you who follow us on Instagram have seen. Jess's furry friend, Kona the dog. Can we hear Kona's origin story? I actually don't know Kona- Kona's oh, origin story. Oh, you don't story. know Kona's no, origin story? No, I don't. Story. I would love to hear it. Okay,
1: so this was my senior year of college, and I knew... I guess super senior. I, I did college in five years, and then I was graduating and knew I was moving to Iowa, and I was like, I need a companion to bring with me, and... um so I was going to get a dog after I graduated. Florida was just ending racing for greyhounds at the time. So that was my plan was I was going to
2: adopt like an ex-racing oh, okay. greyhound. Oh, cool. Wow. Um, and put be- it in sweaters. Yeah.
1: I was so obsessed. I was going to learn how to knit to like make, make it sweaters numbers. and like That's those awesome. snoods and everything. Yeah. It's so cute. Um But I have some family that lives in Tennessee and they have a farm and um, they had this like litter of Great Pyrenees puppies that needed homes and I was like, did a little bit of research and she's honestly just a really furry greyhound (laughs) that has like a bigger bark and I was like, this is perfect. Now um, I don't even know, have to learn how to, how to knit. Yeah, she a She mean, comes with yeah. her own Yeah. So I got her. And all of my roommates were like, yeah, this is great. Great, great, great. Love this dog. So cute. Pick her up. And one of my roommates is definitely allergic to her. Oh. Right? Right? And I was like, I can't get rid of this dog. Yeah. Like- I'm head over heels for her um and so my parents ended up watching her for the last few months of my mm-hmm. senior year and this was like my big graduation gift was they yeah. did all the the potty training of a oh, dog God, that's for a me, good guy right? yeah right? well, they were they originally
2: like excited because they got to hang out with the dog or really like oh we have to like take care of well so i think dog. it, it was puppy. like that
1: and they understood how much I wanted a furry friend to go with me. So they yeah. were like, okay, this is like what it's like worth it. Is worth it. It's gonna be the best gift we can get you. And like it second was. to therapy. Right, <laughs> right. And now my parents regret every day giving me this dog. It's the world's greatest dog. I've never met one like her. Um why do they regret it then? She seems no, pretty cool. because they, no, they want regret her... regret giving her they, back oh, to Jess. They oh, oh, want oh. her for themselves. <laughs> got it. They want to okay, come exactly. steal okay, good. her good. and bring her home. That's hilarious. And just allow me visitation. That's really cool. You funny. know,
0: like they... Wow, they got attached.
1: They got attached. That's they really said, sweet. They said they weren't, and then they did, and now they send her ice cream money. And it's, <laughs> um, She's pretty pretty pampered yeah yeah she it. lives a good life she yeah. went from a farm to um to being a spoil rotten dog who has a couch and an ice cream budget
0: and <laughs> I'm that, i don't even have an ice cream budget for me I i'm a
2: toy budget she i'm not a toy millennial,
0: I'm not millennial yeah. and
2: i love that as it should be
0: i i, I stand by it you know yeah. and that's economy absolutely and the
1: absolutely
2: absolutely
1: we also, cheaper than a
2: kid right uh, I don't know. Kona's cost you quite a <laughs> pretty penny. <laughs> You'll have to you to it up <laughs> in a few years. Too soon, too soon. Um, but That's shout so out to Don and John for Jess's parents, because they got Kona a furbo for Christmas. What's a furbo? So a furbo is a video camera that sits in your home and like live (laughs) streams yeah yeah. it live streams like whatever it sees like in your living room so you like set it up to look at like I don't know wherever your dog hangs Mm -hmm. out and then you can like load it with treats and then through the app you can like flick a treat out well, and it it's like feeds two-way
1: the- audio and recording and stuff that's and it sends, sends us notifications
2: so it's designed
1: for dogs but Paloma is staying at my house right now at yeah. the cat sitter and Kona's
2: at boarding and Kona's yeah. at
1: boarding so we get notifications that our dog is
0: being active but it's really, it's
1: really just Paloma bathing herself on the couch
0: <laughs> or like zooming through the living room that's so funny um Yeah, wasn't, didn't y'all get a video at, like, 4 a.m. or something? Yeah, Yeah, she, she, like,
2: walked out, or she walked out to the living room at, like, 1 a.m., and then, like, (laughs) the next activity alert was her, like, walking from the living room back to the bedroom at, like, 5 a.m., and then, yeah, and then, like, the next video was her, like, perking up and, like, running down the stairs, I'm assuming, because I I think our cat sitter got there, so. Cute. Yeah, she's, she's been taken care of. I was worried about leaving her this long, but, like, she's good. Should have left her more go-gurts. We should have. But she'll be so excited <laughs> to
0: have them when y'all get back. Yeah. I'm trying to avoid having to buy Velma go because I think it's really cute, and, like, the cats do seem to love them, but I don't know if I'm ready to commit to that, like... The Go-Gurt lifestyle? No. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not ready to commit to that, but I will keep it in my back pocket. Yeah. And at least
2: Velma needs
0: something new. Well,
2: it was... Didn't we feed her a Go-Gurt while I was, like, clipping her nails, and it worked really, really well? Yeah. Well, we've
0: tried the
1: little, like, tuna treats... And, like, the shredded ones. Yeah, those are and, okay. But she won't eat them while you do her nails. She's too preoccupied. But the gogurt
0: worked wow. like a charm. Okay, yeah. that's good to know. Yeah. so I usually just have to wrangle Velma, like, in a little blanket. Yeah, a
2: little burrito. We gotta yeah. do that, too. But at least it distracts her. Yeah.
0: Well, we thought we'd hop on and just, like... Share all this with y'all. This is just a little mini toad. We're just hanging out.
2: Well, no, talking? so the real reason we're recording. Oh, yeah. This, oh, shit. Okay, so no, let's explain this. You're getting a double feature of <laughs> Voracious because, like, two weeks ago on my birthday on the 13th, we recorded this whole long episode with our guest so star first, Amelia. So, first even getting
0: on to record yeah. it was a nightmare. So, like.
2: Because, like, we'd never done more than just Marley and me. Huh. <laughs> Those drag queens <laughs> were giving you shit about being named Marley last night.
0: Although, at least. I didn't have a basic white girl name. <laughs> you didn't? I would didn't. rather them make jokes at my expense than just, like, not have anything to do with my name.
2: Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, I derailed myself. Okay, so it's so usually <laughs> just Marley and me recording. And that's really easy because I'll, like, hop on, send her a link, and then she hops on and we record. But, yeah. like, we had Amelia on, and so there were three of us. And just for some reason, like, it was not letting more than one or two people in to so the, like, recording room. So it rooms- took us...
0: 30 minutes literally like at least. this is not an exaggeration at least 30 minutes to all get logged in at the same time where we could all hear each other yeah
2: and then finally i don't even know something worked and we recorded this really good episode it was long, too it was I like think an it hour was and a half. half at least yeah yeah and it was so good like we went through like the birthday spiel we went through the amelia spiel yeah. we like well, I mean, you're, if you're listening to this now, you've probably listened to the last one. Yeah, episode. the birthday
0: the birthday playlist, we will try to link on our Instagram yes. if we can.
2: Yes. If we can
0: figure it out. I don't know how to do that, but we'll figure it out because um it slaps. I've still been listening it to it. It does slap. Mm-hmm. I've been listening to it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, go
2: ahead. No, that got me through like the last week of work before break. Um cool. Jess, have you heard the birthday
1: playlist? I have not. Oh, I need no. a link okay. to it. Yeah, I'll show you the birthday it. playlist. I'll send it to you. <laughs> Perfect.
2: Um, but so then we like finished recording and we're like logging off and the it looked like the audio didn't save. Yeah. Like we had spent this whole time I recording. could not find it
0: anywhere. We had spent in total like two and a half hours working on this that night. Yeah. And it was already like 10 p.m. And then it looked like it didn't save. We couldn't find it anywhere. And we're just like, And like fuck I it. <laughs> because it was fucked up in the beginning, I had wound up doing the recording, which I never do. Like Taylor always does our tech stuff and like publishing and recording and all of that. So I was like, dude, like I don't know. I don't know what to do with this. Like it's it's messed up, like I don't know what's going on. And so we agreed, like, it was late and we were both really tired, so it's like let's just check in the morning and see if it saved somewhere and I couldn't find it anywhere and I've checked like a couple times since then couldn't find it anywhere and so when we like made plans we knew we were gonna be together for New Year's
2: which is what we're doing right now it's December 31st as we speak um yeah which I don't think we explained that like we're all in Tucson oh yeah we're all here (laughs) for New Year's Eve so Taylor
0: (laughs) is from Tucson and she and Jess came to visit Taylor's family for the holidays, Yeah, and I invited myself to come spend New Year's with all of them. No,
1: it was because you were Um, like... You're always invited everywhere we are,
0: all the time. Thank you. That's how I feel about it.
2: But you were also like, y'all should come to Houston, and we were like, I don't know, that's like a lot of travel. (laughs) Yeah, you have plans
0: already. Yeah, and so we're here, that's why we're all together. Shout out to Tracy! Yesterday.
2: Oh, hi mom. Food. Making this happen. Oh, yeah. This is one of my Christmas presents. Yeah.
0: Nice. The flight here. Yeah. yeah. So thanks, Mom. We appreciate it. Um, but yeah, so that's what we're doing. So we were like, and, oh, we'll record. And, and I was like, okay, yeah, because I was really, but like, disappointed. Because I was yeah. like, this was such a great episode. Like, I'm pissed that we have to do it again because that's a decent amount of work. But also disappointed because I felt like it was really good and really fun and a really nice, like, finale and way to wrap up the book and wrap up the season. And so I figured, okay, if we wait until New Year's, we'll be together, which will be fun and have some novelty to it. And also enough time will have passed that uh, I won't be pissed off about this anymore. (laughs) Um, And so we agreed to do that. And, like, I packed the book and everything. And we literally sat down an hour ago to start doing this. And I handed Taylor my phone. And I was like, look, I'm pretty sure it didn't save. Let's check one more time. And apparently there was a page I didn't know about that she did and she found it and it was there and so the last episode was found it was probably there the whole time but i'm choosing to believe that it's a new year's miracle miracle that it appeared it had not been there and it appeared because we're all together and the magic of the holidays brought it back to
2: us yeah so so now we're deciding to do a (laughs) mini-sode we wrangled jess in already prepared jess uh
1: I was sitting in the living room. <laughs> I wasn't fully prepared to be quiet during this re-recording. Um, and so I was like, just come get me when you're done. I'm going to sit in the living room and read. And then, yeah, you, you called me in uh-huh. and yeah. started recording. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Unbeknownst to yeah. you. Unbeknownst yeah. to me. Well, because Taylor and I were sitting here like, wow, we both have, like, a lot of books. And we were going through all these books, sitting on the bed, like... We could talk about all these, but, like, there's a huge-ass stack of them that belong to Jess, and so it's like, why don't we just include Jess?
2: Yeah, <laughs> so we we've been book shopping this break because, well, okay, we came here knowing that we were going to go to a couple bookstores and, like, left <laughs> room in our suitcase, but I don't think we're going to be, like, we're going to have to send some of these books Dude, home. Dude, yeah. We will
1: be usps and some of these back to Iowa. Yeah. Yeah, y'all got some yeah.
0: big stacks.
2: Um, I
1: only
0: bought two because wow. I brought two as gifts. Wait, there's three I, there. This one I brought with me.
2: Oh, okay. This one y'all gave to me. Yeah. I
0: only purchased two new books <laughs> because I actually have another book that just got delivered to my apartment. Ooh, no, no, from Barnes & Noble. Oh.
1: <laughs> yeah. It feels like we're the living version of that meme that, um, like CDC says it's okay to buy new books even though you have 750 yeah! unread ones That's sitting me. on your bookshelf.
0: Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna, like, run out of space in my apartment just need a bigger, bigger bookshelf yeah i know my dream is to have a home library one day i mean that's yeah. our dream like so. a yeah. beauty, beauty and the beast style home library. Yeah. yeah the rest of my home does not have to be and on with that
1: scale wing back chair in the corner yeah
2: i, I want like a reading nook like sitting in front of a window like a window that has a seat on it that i can like oh beautiful yeah That's yeah, what I envisioned.
0: yeah. So we're chilling. We watched a bunch of Jeopardy earlier today. You talking about the wingback chair when mm. like that? heard uh, that? Watched a bunch of Jeopardy. We decided that us and Taylor's parents would make an excellent pub trivia team. Yeah. Because we have pretty diverse uh, skill knowledge sets. bases and skill yeah. sets. Yeah. But we wanted to talk y'all through uh, all our stacks of books. Yeah. <laughs> just like what
2: we're excited about yeah. to read. Also, I do want to say I... Have read most of the books that were on my shelf. Like so, I finished Firefly. Wow, Lane. good for you! Well, I finished <laughs> Firefly, Lane, and that one was on there for like months. And so I finally did that one, and I was like, okay, I feel like I can. like, no, that is that buy is new books now. Impressive. i just being yeah. bitter. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, I do. I, I do just, have
2: a lot of like Jess's books that I've borrowed that I haven't read yet. But like, cool.
0: yeah, just buying them is so fun, and I enjoy reading them. But like in the past two years, I've had a harder time. Like staying focused and finishing them mm-hmm. so I have a bunch that I've started which I've, I've talked about this on the podcast before but I'm very excited about all these new Do
1: ones. you feel pressure to like follow through with a book once you've started it or like mm. do you feel okay walking away from it if you get halfway through and you're like not for me anymore?
0: I feel okay doing that and so some of the ones I haven't finished are because of that reason but I also have like one of my toxic traits as a person I was telling Taylor this before we started recording and she also already knows this is like if I'm really excited about something I will wait because I want to be in like the perfect headspace or the perfect Mm. time to be able to savor it and I wait so long that sometimes it never gets it's not appealing anymore Or, yeah, or it just, like, never happens. And so I know this about myself. I'm working Mm -hmm. on this. And I'm trying to push through and just, like, finish it. Or, so either I won't start books that I'm excited about for that reason, or I'll start a book and get really into it and then be like, I don't want it to be over and Mm. not finish it. And then by the time I go back to finish it, it has less, like, emotional resonance because I haven't, it's, like, been so long. So, anyway, this is, like, Therapy with Marley. We're working Mm. on it. I actually brought (laughs) Taylor a book that I just finished that I only started like a few weeks ago. It's very good. It's called The Family by Naomi Kropitsky. It's her first novel. It was really good. I really enjoyed it. Highly recommend. It's like, I think my cliff notes, um, my elevator pitch for it would be like The Godfather, but told through the daughter's perspective. But also not as long as The Godfather because that's like an epic three movie Mm -hmm. experience. But it's like Italian mob, 1920s through 1940s New York but told through the lens of two daughters whose families are in the mob yes <laughs> very did, good did I
2: tell you about the mob museum in no I don't think Vegas, so Vegas I think um there's just a whole museum like about mobsters and stuff and like that
0: sounds fun yeah
2: it's like I mean I wasn't like into it going in but afterwards I was like no that was actually like a pretty cool like yeah museum, that's not, okay that sounds interesting, interesting. Yeah. I would go yeah I would go to that yeah.
0: Um, so I brought I brought that for Taylor, but Jess, you might like it too. I don't know. I don't know if it's your Yeah. If that's your vibe. Well I mean,
1: I'm starting to think
0: you. I like probably do a lot more
1: nonfiction than fiction. If judging not, judging the stuff you were
0: picking up at the bookstore yesterday, yeah. Seems a like pretty
1: fifty fifty mix. Um like yeah. most of my favorite books this year were um, were non fiction and a lot of the yeah. ones that I picked up. Wall on this trip yeah. are also nonfiction, so I'll try okay. it. I feel like it's it's harder for me to get into a fiction book.
2: That's fair. I, I don't,
1: feel like the reverse.
2: Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say I don't think you like Jess and I have talked about like do you like fiction or nonfiction better? Because like I'm, Cause you're pretty split. You're- I'm. I I try to make myself be split, but I definitely like fiction more. It has to be, like, a really, like, gripping nonfiction, which I'm really excited about because that book I got at, what is it, City Lights in Iowa City? Prairie Mm -hmm. Lights? Prairie Lights. Prairie Lights. Cool bookstore. um, But it's about a... I think it's like a bunch of whalers. Oh shit. Um and then like their whaling expedition goes wrong. I think it's like sometime that's early cool. in the 1900s because like, I got it because I had read Adventure. Yeah, well, I had read Oh, you should read um Endurance by it's like okay. Shackleton's journey and it's like they're like one of the wow. first like people to go down to the to Antarctica and like Whoa, explore that's there. Cool. Yeah, but they like their that's ship amazing. gets stuck in ice and then they get like it's just like they end up being there for like a couple years.
0: Wait, I think. What do you
2: know? What it's called? It's called endurance.
0: Really? Okay, because I feel like I was looking at another book that sounds very similar, but I don't remember what the title was.
2: I think were were you like looking, looking at the book? No, like it oh, was. Oh, you're like um, reading it. Can I look it up? Yeah.
0: Oh. I need your face. You need my face. That I'm like. Why are you holding <laughs> this up? To me? Like, yeah, it's fine. I don't have secrets on here. Um, <laughs> it was. Out it's right, it's right there, that's what you want, right? Uh, well, I, I had this prone, sudden but... urge
1: to just start humming the Jeopardy theme
0: song <laughs> like, while we're while giving we're you reading. a little Yeah, that would be down. better for the pod since y'all don't have the visuals of trying <laughs> to open my phone with my face. <laughs> I was, I mean, it popped up actually when I was looking for y'all's books that I brought you. I found it on uh, Barnes and Noble's website.
2: Gotcha. I think I had found this one because I had read like Into Thin Air, which was also really good. That was about like the Everest. This sounds
0: really cool. No, I'm gonna check it out. I think um I will Do y'all have have show notes?
1: Can you link these in the show notes?
0: We'll link them in the We do like descriptions and um, like in our Instagram post, like I I never look at no. If you oh god oh god listen <laughs> oh god. <laughs> I'm kidding, Jess. I'm kidding. It's fine. Okay, you know, of I course I, to
1: post. I do love the Instagram. Is my favorite Instagram. It's For the Taylor. record, I just find it hard to hear their voices and not be able to interact. Jess, it's hard. to be hard. I know. I, I just do like feel you that your eleven <laughs> your eleven audience members need an explanation. Yeah. Um, okay. Special shout out again to that special number eleven. <laughs> Whoever you are.
0: <laughs> maybe it'll be more. Maybe next year we'll have maybe next year we'll Let's go manifest
1: to, it for maybe 2020 Maybe we'll go up to twenty two listeners in twenty twenty two. Twenty twenty two. Who even uh, knows? We've like lost it is. so much time. I know Last night we were driving
0: in the car and Taylor was asking me all these questions about the last time I was in Arizona, which was in twenty nineteen. And I was like, first of all, it's been two years. Second of all who remembers anything before March of 2020 anymore? It ain't me, sister. So, man. Speaking of that, I got this book at... um Antigone.
1: Antigone. Um, and it's called The Book of Tiny Prayer, Daily Meditations from the Plague Year. And it's this author, Micah uh, Bucci, Bucci um, that wrote like a little prayer like manifests for each day throughout the first year of the pandemic and mm. i am so excited to read it the first prayer like is what hooked me it was for like terence mcnally and he was just The prayer was, thank you for giving unapologetically vibrant voice to queer love that will live forever, outlasting viruses that might kill bodies, but never truth. Amen. And Mm. like, that was the March of 2020. And I was like, all right, if it starts out on a queer note, like, Mm -hmm. it can only get better from here. Um, But yeah.
0: That's really lovely.
1: So hopefully I'll remember what happened throughout
0: (laughs) the first (laughs) year of our... Yeah. No, and I'm, like, kind of kidding, but I do think that, like, at least for, I don't know if y'all feel this way, but I feel like time and memory have been moving in very different ways mm-hmm. for me. And I think that's partly, largely because, like, I, I'm a very visual person, and so the way that I organize a lot of, like, my life and my brain is by, like, things and activities and emotions and headspaces have places they have like locations Mm. and so for so long like Like milestones yeah milestones but also like school things happen at school work things happen at work friend things happen at the you know like different places and that like my rhythm was on this day I'm getting up and I'm going to this place and I'm doing this but on this other day I'm going to this other place and doing this other thing and that all got collapsed when it became Work from home. That plus the addition of, just like stress and making a lot more, de- decisions on a day to day basis about what was safe and what was not safe, and like which we're still continuing to do at some level, um, like that has really changed the way that like, I experience time and where I locate memories because some of that like ability to literally place things yeah, yeah went away. Gets, like, some murky. of it's coming back, but it's different. Yeah. yeah
2: no I feel it's just
0: the stress <laughs> yeah yeah not to, sorry not to like no bring it down but it's this new year's eve we're feeling reflective yeah but that book sounds really interesting um do y'all ever do like manifestations or affirmations or sort um, of I guess they're couching those little pieces of writing as like meditations and prayer which I I think have a relationship to affirmations and manifestations and things like that yeah
1: i I don't think formally i I do but i think that like it's a lot of i don't know like thinking a good thought and knowing that it's something that can happen Mm -hmm. it's the like changing it from like oh that's a good thought it might not to that's a good thought it It really can yeah um but not formally sitting down and manifesting in like a journal or anything like that I'm not organized enough.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. I had never done any of that until, I guess, maybe six or eight months ago. Like, I think over the summer I started doing it. But it's not, like, a formal thing. I guess Mm -hmm. it's more like a meditation or a prayer. It's just, like, a phrase that I repeat a few times, at least once a day. Mm. But I found myself doing it, like, more and more. And sometimes it's in, like, really positive moments of like okay I'm excited things feel like they're working and I feel like they're really turning out the way they that I want them to or like the total opposite of like trying to get that sort of like po- hope and possibility back yeah. that you're talking about um it's been interesting like I thought I was gonna just like forget about it and fall off with it but like I haven't that's awesome I, I, was just, I probably saw well here's manifesting it that it
1: keeps going that well <laughs> yeah. for you in 2022
0: <laughs> Yeah, twenty twenty one's been a weird year, but not a not a
2: bad bad year for sure. Um, So something's better. I have something exciting to look forward to twenty twenty two. Yeah. So uh, this kind of relates to one of the books I'm reading. So right now, at Bookmans, which is this cool used bookstore in Tucson. Tucson's got some great bookstores. It does um, have. Well, we have the Festival of Books like in February. We have like a bunch of like authors come. All right. So meet y'all back
1: here in February. Yeah, (laughs) or maybe it's. (laughs) Indy suitcases
2: all around. (laughs) Indy suitcases. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Bigger bookshelves at home. Yeah. Can we fly southwest for that so we can bring free (laughs) suitcases? (laughs) But so one book I got, which has kind of been on my radar for a while, is Silent Mm -hmm. Spring by Rachel Carson. And so I took a class in college that was all about the U.S. conservation movement. And, like, I just remember, like, this book coming up a lot as, like, this is, like, the, like... What's the not the gravestone, the pivot stone, the
0: cornerstone.
2: Cornerstone, thank you. <laughs> um, the cornerstone of like environmental yeah, literature. And so, um I and I'm also very interested in it now because the grad school that I applied for called Chatham, like is a very sustainably focused grad school and like their most famous alum is Rachel Carson and I heard recently I found out that I got into Chatham Yay! so Yay! we will be moving to Pittsburgh in like sometime around August 2022 yeah and I'll be starting my program there yeah and we'll see how long it takes for me to move there with y'all mm-hmm. <laughs> hopefully not long
0: Well, let's talk about it we haven't, <laughs> had, we, haven't had, we haven't had a serious conversation about it it's been mostly a joke but we'll see what happens yeah um but yeah, this, I think this book sounds really
2: interesting because it's referenced in so many other texts, but yeah. I've never read this, the book itself. Well, uh, okay, so I always heard it called Silent Spring, and I imagined it as, like, a water, like, bubbling spring, mm. but after, like, the first chapter, I was like, oh, no, it's, like... Spring oh, like Yeah. Oh, I did you think knew. the same thing? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Because, like... I mean, this is maybe just coming from, like, places that don't have springtime. Oh, <laughs> do about it. Yeah. But, um... Okay. Because, like, the first chapter is, like, is explaining... It, like, the birds and the bees are dead? Yeah, yeah. It's, like, this, like, dystopia in the near future where, like, this whole town is silent, even though it's springtime. Yeah. And yeah. it's, like, at the end, she's, like, this town doesn't actually exist, but all of these events have happened in some town, and some towns have, like, experienced multiple of them, Mm -hmm. and then so she goes on, and, like, the book is about, I mean, it's mostly about DDT, which is, like, that really bad pesticide, and, um, so it's mostly talking about pesticides, but it really does relate, like, it talks about, like, just how, like, all living things are related, and how, like, humans, Mm -hmm. like, We've only been here for a very short time, right? But, like, we've already changed the Earth so much. Whereas, like, this is, this is the first time in history that that's happened. Mm-hmm. Like, previously, it was all, like, nature was acting on all the organisms and, like, yeah. shaping them, like, yeah. as evolution. So this is the first time that, like, one species yeah. is, like, shaping yeah. the bigger picture.
0: Yeah, and we're in the Anthropocene, and that's the definition of... Anthropocene is humans are the one shaping...
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. dude, if... Okay, if you can... <laughs> I just did, like, a a point to Jess, because um, Jess read a oh, book. that... What did
1: you read? Uh, have you... John Green, mm-hmm. um, wrote his 1st oh, nonfiction, okay. Okay. which was Anthropocene Reviewed, and that oh, was shit, my, right. may, probably my favorite book from yeah. 2021. Um, it was so easy to read, like, cool. just in the way that it's, um, like small chapters without necessarily um,
0: a plot
1: going through, but he talks about things um, that we experience in day-to-day life and gives his, like, kind of thoughts and opinions on it and then Mm -hmm. a review um, out of five stars for each. (laughs) But, like, some of my favorites, like, he talked about... um, uh Kentucky bluegrass, mm. which um I have a distinct distaste for grass just in general. Like it is such an <laughs> It's so awful. Okay. Like you use so many resources to keep up this Oh like plant. lawns. Okay, yes. I'm sorry. Yeah, I thought you were just like um, anti
0: grass. I'm like wow that must make
1: No like lawns in <laughs> general. <laughs> that like you oh, like, pour resources and time oh, yeah. and There's stuff there. into this plant mm-hmm. that is neither like native to any of these places nor mm-hmm. is it functional like mm-hmm. like yes you like and that was part of the review saying like we wouldn't have things like soccer and sports without it so it's like it's not an altogether bad thing we love yeah. this thing but like yeah. also that land could be used for like foods to eat and for things yeah. that attract pollinators and um all of that that mm-hmm. And then he, he had a chapter about the uh, Canadian geese mm-hmm. and um, Dr. Weird. Pepper. And, right? It's Whoa. so fun. Monopoly. Monopoly. Um, how, like, the game was originally, like, um, like. Not Monopoly, but people didn't think that one was fun to play because there was no, like, winner. Like, the Mm. end game was to actually redistribute all of the resources. Like, to show how bad a Monopoly is. Like, to show that, like, wins when you do
2: Monopoly. So, like,
1: there were two versions of the game. Like, the one where it redistributes everything. So, Mm -hmm. by the end, people have, like, more or less equal amounts of money. And then the one where, like, somebody ends up ruining everybody else's night... And I don't know if you've ever had a Monopoly game mm-hmm. night, but, like, oh, yeah. it's awful. No, for uh, our dear
0: listeners, we spent quite a bit of time uh, this morning over breakfast talking about board games. Mm-hmm. And uh, every single person at the table was like, yeah, our families don't play Monopoly anymore. <laughs> so, but just, like, little things like that, like, connecting these small experiences yeah.
1: we have that are actually very much shared experiences that have, like, mm-hmm. a way... Bigger impact than you think.
0: Yeah, that sounds really good.
1: But now I love the word Anthropocene. Like, yeah. it's yeah top notch word. Yeah.
0: Okay, if y'all are into that and you into nonfiction, I read some chapters of books um, by a scholar named Stacey Alamo in college, and it's some of the most impactful stuff I've ever read. I, like, it's been on my list forever to sit down and actually read, like, her works mm-hmm. more in their entirety. But one of her big arguments is about this thing called transcorporeality, which the, like, really reductive Notes version of it is that humans and nature are enmeshed. And part of the problem that we're experiencing in the Anthropocene right now is there's no awareness of that enmeshment. Yeah. There's this major divide between humans and nature. But if you start paying attention to all these little things, like, there is this... So corporeality is like body, right, mm. and then trans is like interacting like yeah. porous um and she I think she uses this analogy of like it's a it's a porous membrane right where like environment, which can mean like out in trees out in national parks and whatever, but also is just wherever you are, and the air that you breathe and the cement that you drive on and the like oil in your water um all of that counts as environment um. Like, that's part of the human body, and the human body is part of that environment mm-hmm. as well. And if that is how you're looking at the world, like, that changes your behavior, right? So, I haven't read these in a few years, but it's something I think about, all, like, all the time. Um, and so, at some point, I would love to go and, like, actually read Reading one or more for of the whole book. Maybe, yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe we could have a little book club, a little Anthropocene book mm-hmm. club. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, but it's really good, and if y'all are, if you That's read this yeah. and y'all are into
2: it, let me know, and I can send you some stuff. Well, also, so you had mentioned, this leads into one of my other books, but Yeah, tell us, tell us. Um, you, I picked up this book and bought it um, at Antigone, and you were like, oh my gosh, yeah, I had read a couple chapters from that in one of my classes, and it was like, I remember yeah. it was like, you said like, do you say gory and dark, and just like, it stood out to you that I remember being way? kind of
0: intense. It's called The Vegetarian, and I think... Like, the vague memories I have of it, because I think I read it, like, sophomore year, um, was about food. Yeah. And, like, I think we all know, like, stuff about food can get pretty intense pretty fast.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, well, so I, think I remember she... that, like, sensation. Gotcha, like, like, it was just very, like, visceral. That's the word. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I had heard of this just from, like, I don't know, just all the research I've done into, like, veg mm. stuff and yeah. just being interested in and so it's a it's a novel but yeah it looks really interesting i think it's about a woman who like gives up meat and then mm-hmm. i don't know sometimes it like says this interrupts her marriage mm-hmm. uh and just like sets into motion all these events and then it i don't know it looks like it ends up being like really like dark so it'll be interesting it's a pretty short story was the word, word 200 it. pages not even so yeah yeah i'm excited to read that
1: i think it's very meta like thinking how we were just talking about everything is like big pictures so interwoven and connected between Mm -hmm. like humans and our experience in the environment and like all of the books we've talked about have like flowed one to the next and just like yeah content wise, it's all related
0: sometimes i drive myself i really feel like that meme of a person who's got like all the pictures on a board and like red yarn <laughs> like, so like that every single day of my life, and it's just like in certain instances do I let that be visible to other people? But that's always how my right? what like, is like happening in my brain. It's very fun. Sometimes I think I go a little bit too far with my students in like critiques <laughs> 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 with my college class, but it's fun because it is. If you start paying attention,
2: it is. Mm-hmm. It is like
0: oh, it's it's tough relevant. though because
2: like. Like, if you don't have the same, like, background, not, like, socioeconomic or anything like that, but just, like, like, if you haven't taken the same college course where you read the same text and you have the same, like, starting point, like, sometimes it's really hard to talk to people about, Mm. like these ideas and or like even explain yourself and explain what you're trying to say other than just being like oh yeah like you know like that one author was like trying to say that thing that's okay that's really interesting that you mentioned that because one thing
0: I've been this is a little bit of a an aside but one thing that I've been thinking about the past few years I started really thinking about this when I had to write my uh thesis for my MFA um a year ago was about um sources because like clearly we as a group of people like we love reading we are sitting on a bed with stacks of books (laughs) talking to you about it um, we love reading, and we love books, and I think we all like school and like did pretty well in school um and I really value that type of knowledge, but one thing that I've been thinking about a lot more the past few years, especially is where are other sources of knowledge that are just as valid mm. and valuable and uh, honestly probably a lot more accessible um yeah and relatable, right like where are those things lying um, and I think those things lie in like lived experience mm-hmm. is, I think lived experience is theory. Oral histories are just as valuable, if not more, than theory, um, and even casual media like TikToks or Instagram
2: social media. Posts. Right. I
0: mean, it's it's hard because like you do we do develop literacies for those things like for Instagram for TikTok for like online sources. Um, like, we, that's a sort of literacy of its own in order to be able to, like, sift through all that information. But I, I think we're at a point where, like, you can't discount info that comes from those sources anymore. Like, clearly mm-hmm. there's a difference between a really, like, well-made video or post from a credible source and, like, Uncle Bob's opinion posted <coughs> on Facebook, right? Like, two different things... But if you can, like, approach it with like a nuanced eye, I think there's like a lot to be learned from these sources and also from like the lived experiences of people and organizations that we might not consider, quote unquote, credible. Like, I think it's just important to question, like, I really don't want this. I'm trying hard not to digress into like a fake news that's not but, where this is going. That's not where it's going. With this. But also, there's access
1: to so much more fun information there. Yeah, like, I'm not sure if y'all yeah. follow, like, these scientists on um, TikTok and stuff, but like, I've sat in physics classes or they talk about the same, like, rock falling off of an eight story building and um, why mm-hmm. this word problem should make me care about gravity yeah. and free body diagrams and stuff. But then you get these, like, crazy scenarios where somebody's like, hey, Green, help me out. Why is, what's (laughs) the physics behind this? And then, like, he's like, well, you know, and goes over the whole thing, and you're Mm -hmm. like, whoa. Wow, physics is important, and that's really cool and interesting, and it's not something that you can get
2: from a classroom. I mean, that's an issue with how stuff is taught, too. Right, yeah. Like, that's something,
0: okay, I texted you the other day, because I ordered these books by, um, bell hooks about teaching because like Taylor and I both teach in different capacities and in different places, but we both teach. um, And I'm really interested in teaching like in a radical way, not in a systemic way. Um, And like one of the things I, I had a really good friend in my grad program who always was so just like playful with everything and like I really admire that's something that's really hard for me to do, but I really admired like watching him do that. And I think it also is so impactful in a learning environment if there's an element of play or interest and there's like like when you're engaging with the TikTok like you're describing like it's probably more attention grabbing, but also like there's less pressure on your end as like the viewer or Mm -hmm. the consumer because you're not sitting in a classroom with someone like looking at you. I
2: don't know. It's just a very different it. You're not like, being on it. And yeah. You're not, trying, you're not trying to memorize it. Just like if you find right. something interesting, you're going to remember it.
0: Right. Exactly. Because it like touched you in some way. And so I think like those, I, I'm interested in seeing like, how to incorporate like play and more freedom and like self-direction mm-hmm. too, because if you're interested in something, you're also more, you're more likely to remember it, but also more likely to dig further yeah. into yeah. it, right? Because you care because you care, not because somebody told you. You should care. You should. Yeah. So we'll put, we'll put bell hooks on our
2: Yeah. list. Yeah. So <laughs> oh, too. we, I think we mentioned this on the last episode, but we're, um, what is this saying? Oh, okay. We only have 14 minutes left. Really? It yeah, it says maximum recording off? time for segments is sixty minutes. Keep an eye on the we clock. We
0: definitely recorded longer than that. I time. know.
2: Maybe that's why it was such an issue saving it. Maybe. I don't know, we should or because I'm on my it. phone. Well, maybe you're on your phone too. To- we'll double check it later. I don't know. The Damn. episode from hell. <laughs> 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 um, I was gonna say coming up, we are really excited to read this book that comes out in April of 2022. It's, yeah. it's about like an art heist.
0: Yeah, and it's like young adults, and there's at least one queer couple that's supposed to be featured prominently and I think the
2: author is from Houston isn't it like isn't the protagonist also Chinese American I believe so you know what I think I was interesting because you keep talking I will
0: find the real information um like
2: this. so we'll be hopefully getting our hands on copies of that when it comes out in April but we didn't want to leave you hanging for like four months so I think yeah. so that book will be like our season two but in the meantime we'll be doing some... Either, like, mini sods, like, something like this. I don't know. Yeah. We talk about books and learning. Or, um, we might read some short stories. Yeah, we
0: shorter text.
2: Yeah. Or, like, some bell hooks. Like, getting more into, like... I don't, I don't want to say more scholarly, but more of, like, something, like, you might engage with, or, like, like non-fiction. in a classroom. Yeah. Yeah. Think, yeah.
0: Like, that's, that's what I was intending it. Um, yeah. Some nonfiction, Some short stories. Um, I don't know. Whatever we... Come across, I mean, and if we end up doing a longer thing too, because um, four
2: months is a decent amount. of time. Feels like a little independent study break from your uh, <laughs> from your regular yeah, season, from our regularly scheduled programming. Yeah, yeah. Who knows what we'll find that like works well.
0: Yeah, but we're excited. Um, Taylor and Jess got me a book for Christmas called "Barn Quilts and the American Quilt Trail Movement." In um, my college class that I taught this semester, we did a segment on. Quilting and I actually learned so much in like putting together, like I've known how to make quilts, but I learned I started digging more into their history, um, in relationship to, um, politics in the U. S. and I'm really interested in it and I want to dig further. Until so they got me this book called Barn Quilts and the American Quilt Trail, movement and I'm really excited um, to read this. I think it's gonna be a good resource for, like classes and for my own practice, but.
1: you're flipping through it
0: and it has that new book smell
1: yeah it it does does. oh and
2: it has beautiful photographs yo yeah if you that looks like so much of iowa like if you need us to do some on the ground research (laughs) i'll come
0: visit i'll come visit we'll do some yeah some searching um but yeah so we love we love learning we got lots on deck to read Mm -hmm. um in 2022 are there any other like Re- reflections ruminations uh manifestations wishes comments i'm out I'm running out of <laughs> descriptors um, <laughs> prayers please notes
2: uh, good year with good day.
1: health and good people and yeah you know like just yeah. all around
0: kindness and safety and Yeah, we hope everyone is safe and well, um, and that you're finding some rest and contentment in this holiday season. We hope everyone, yeah, Yeah. will stick around for next year. Yeah. I was just going
2: to say I love you all a lot. Oh, (laughs) Marley and Jess, (laughs) and our listeners, but um, yeah, Yeah. it's very fun to have you.
0: This is mine and Jess's first time hanging out in person. We text all the time, and we FaceTimed. This
1: is, like, but, my, like, an internet friend that, like, had yeah. a personal reference. <laughs> um,
2: yeah, for so both of us. Yeah, it's True. very fun. It's um, fun. But, yeah, I'm excited to be ringing in the new year together. Yeah, me too. If, if you make, make it, it, that it there, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> <That's> <laughs> on.
0: You've taken two naps today already. Yeah. We need to get you some coffee. Uh, oh, coffee would be nice. Yeah, okay, <laughs> we'll take a pot of coffee when we wrap up here.
2: Okay, well, this has been Voracious 2021. Yeah, I wish you all a
0: happy, happy new year.
2: We'll see you again with more texts and fun friends in the new year. See you on the other side. Bye.
0: Bye. Bye.